All right, welcome back to the Gospel for Life. I am one of your hosts, Josh Bales from the Well Church. Around the table, we have Pastor Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring. Hey, we haven't given out your website in a while. If people wanted to find you, <laughs> yes, because yeah. we don't use the yellow pages anymore, yeah, right? Yes, like it's, it's dayspringboise.com. Okay. DaySpringBoise.com, DaySpring Reform Church. Okay. And then Pastor Russ Herman from Cloverdale Reform Church. Where would people find you, brother? I never know. Are you texting again? Yeah, no. It's, it's like, it's like, like he's looking for the address. He doesn't know his own phone number, I don't know too. My own <laughs> phone number, I don't know my own. Are you literally trying to find the website? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, why do I? Why would I need to go to my website? I'm sure like if you just type in... Cloverdale.urc.org yeah, or sure something you can find like that. It. Yeah. It's cloverdaleurc.something. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, guest host today, uh, Ben Rao, um, one of our pastoral interns at... Cloverdaleurc.org. Hey, thank you. L-U-R-C. All right. Thank you. Okay. Glad you're back with us in the land of the living. What are we doing? Why am I here? Glad you're here. Me too. All right. So actually, we were talking about this question on the way in today, Um, Ben. We were. uh, You said this was one of the questions that really struck you on the list. Uh, Will there be different degrees of rewards in heaven? Why don't you tell our listeners what your experience has been with that question? Uh, Wow. Okay. Um, As some of you may know, um, England may possibly be more socialist than California. Um, And so that way of thinking tends to permeate even the church um, in England. Um, And so the, the basic argument is, well, there can't be different rewards in heaven because that's not fair. It's not equal. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of a radical egalitarianism um, that prevails our, our culture today. So any idea of, oh, you have more than me um, and I have less than you seems to be a priori like foul, right? Mm-hmm. What does the scripture teach? Does the scripture teach there's different degrees of rewards in heaven? Well, certain, certainly it speaks of rewards. And I think that, uh, you know, on the basis of, you know, heaven, we'll all be happy in heaven. I mean, we'll have the eternal bliss and eternal joy of heaven. Um, There is a a recent book written called The Glory Now Revealed, What We'll Discover About God in Heaven. And there is a sense in which he he talks about reward there, you know, the things that God is going to reward. He's going to reward the things that were done in this life for the glory of God. He's going to um, he's going to reward servanthood. He's going to reward suffering for the kingdom. He's going to reward the advancing of the gospel, uh, giving to the poor. You know, secret acts of piety. You know, you know, you know, don't do this in public to be seen, but do it here, and your father is going to reward that. We're told in scripture. So, but you know, his idea is that you know that reward is a you know, even a fuller sense of God in heaven, not, you know, which, what is the end to which we're living is the knowledge of God. And, you know, heaven's reward is a deeper sense of God. Can I throw an objection? I I totally agree with you 100%, but can I play, Mm -hmm. I won't play devil's advocate. I'll play angel's advocate on the, on the gospel for life. Uh, Well, what about that? uh, (laughs) What about the parable of the tenants where one guy worked all day long and then another guy worked for just an hour and they got paid the exact same wage. Isn't that, what about that a, other a scripture that, that proves that we're all going to be, you know, perfectly equal in heaven? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that one of the scriptures no. you've heard? Um, but it is. Yeah, it is, and and that's true. What is what is the, what is it that they are all receiving? They were all receiving the commendation of their master. Yeah, and they eternal all eternal life. Yeah, eternal life. You know, it didn't matter if you came in at the last hour like the thief on the cross or if you came, you know. Nobody knows when their last hour is, so let's not just try to, you know. Do you, do you mean that I have to uh, use certain rules of, of interpretation to interpret the scripture? I can't just put whatever meaning I want into it? That, you would have to know the point of the parable, and there's usually just one and not multiple. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in this idea – Sometimes it's been helpful for me to just think of that as each child of God enters heaven, um, based upon their experiences on earth, their relationship with Jesus Christ, um, the work that they've done in the Christ kingdom, um, they've they've developed a certain knowledge of, of Jesus Christ. They've developed a certain knowledge of God. They've developed a, a, a level of intimacy. And so if you think about it as, as a bunch of glasses, cups, um, basically everybody enters heaven with different size cups. And what's true is that everybody's cup is full. Yeah. Mm. And so they experience a fullness but my fullness and and your fullness are different. And will I still have a short cup in heaven? <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Um, but what there and and really what's at the heart of this is there isn't jealousy, there's not envy, mm. because I experience a full cup. Um and my eyes are no longer going to be on somebody else, like we often are here on Earth, where we compare and and we we say, well, why do they get more than I get, and why do I have less or whatever? Um, our eyes will be on Jesus Christ, mm. and we will no longer have the ability to sin, yeah. and will experience the fullness of what we know of Christ. And the great joy of heaven is the size of our our of our glasses or cups will continue to grow. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. not Forever. only yes, and so the fullness of our joy actually builds upon itself. Yeah. And so are there different rewards? Yes. Will I be aware of that? No. I don't believe I will. So mm-hmm. I I maybe you guys wouldn't uh don't agree with this. I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but Edwards in um his sermons on 1 Corinthians 13, he um he he very much says there's different degrees of rewards, and he he basically kind of gets where you were going, Jonathan. That the reward is a kind of a a, a greater fullness of Christ, or to use the cup analogy, rest that you were using. Mm-hmm. And so basically, he said that the reward is greater conformity to Christ, or or a greater degree of holiness. And so what Edward says is is that is what destroys all envy and pride. Now, of course, we'll have glorified bodies. We will be perfect. But mm. down here, when, when we look at people who have more than us, there's a, an envy and a, or a pride that comes in if I have more than you. Mm-hmm. He says the reason why that won't exist in heaven is because when I look at Jonathan and I see that 
he has so much more holiness than I, that his, his, he's more conformed to Christ than I, that'll make me love him more because he looks more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when Jonathan looks down on me, <laughs> who's less holy, he'll, he'll love me more. He won't be filled with pride at all because that's what a, a, a person with greater conformity to Christ does. And so mm-hmm. there's this perfect unity and harmony that exists in the next And both age. of you will love Christ the most. Amen. In Ephesians 4.24, Colossians 3.10, when it talks about our renewal, it says that we're being renewed in true holiness, righteousness, and knowledge. And I don't believe that that's just on this side of eternity. I think that's the experience of the child of God from the point of justification forward, Mm. that we're being conformed more and more in true righteousness, holiness, and knowledge. And, And I believe that's what Edwards is saying yeah absolutely first corinthians fifteen forty one talks about how uh stars differ from one star to another in glory and and this is the understanding that uh, is brought about you know the redeemed will all see god's glory they're all going to be able to absorb it take it in experience it understand it but we will not all see god's glory equally mm-hmm. and this is what i was getting at when i said you know um, the reward will be that you know you'll a greater apprehension perhaps of of God, and as Rush was saying, you know you got eternity work that out. <laughs> you know it's not you know, but but uh, you know you had mentioned don't we all get the same thing? And you gave the one parable, um, but Jesus spoke uh, par- several parables dealing with this. Yeah. He talked about the person that had invested. You know, he gave each of them. A, something to invest you know and the and the one that invested well he will be over 10 cities the one who invested uh, moderately over five the one that uh, buried his talent depart from me that was the kind of you know so there is a there is a sense that god is going to reward what we've done here in eternity yeah so we can't get away from that sense of reward right and i think the flip side is actually also true there are different degrees of punishment in hell. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, not to be Dante here, and, <laughs> but I think the sense of Scripture is that it's teaching that your punishment fits um, the degree of knowledge that you sinned against. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the the hottest place in hell is not for the worst person that has ever lived, if you will. the The hottest place of hell is is for the person who knew the most and rejected, sinned against knowledge, said, in the light of all of this knowledge, I still obstinately rebel and refuse to submit to to Jesus Christ. By the way, this is one of the ways that you understand the book of Matthew. Like Mm -hmm. The reason why Jesus said that it was this generation that would uh, receive all the blood of righteous Abel to Zechariah was because they had the most amount of light mm-hmm. and they rejected the Messiah incarnate and crucified him. Um, if you don't understand that going into the book of Matthew, you're going to have a difficult time understanding why all these woes, why all this, why all these denunciations, why all this condemnation from the lips of Jesus was well, because they're rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would just say, dear listener, like 
I mean, if you're listening to this program, I mean, you live in an America, pro- probably, perhaps we have international listeners. Um, ben. And, and, yeah. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> and um, if you reject this light that, that you have received and you think, well, I'm, I'm a pretty good person. My, my, you know, my good works outweigh my, my bad works. Actually, you're heaping up coals on your head. Um, the, the message always is, you know, repent and, and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and believe upon his name and receive him as your savior. And I think one of the, the reasons why knowledge makes hell even worse is hell is a separation from God. And there are those in hell that know about God, know about Jesus Christ, know about his his beauty and glory and, and majesty. Well, and every knee we, is going to bow and every tongue yeah. confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know, some will do it too late. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've rejected that, but they know it. And so they know what they're missing to a greater degree, and so that makes their hell even more of a hell than those that lived um, largely ignorantly unaware. I mean, Romans 1 would say everybody knows that there is a God, but the degree to which they know God really differs quite substantially. Well, this idea of separation from God, that's only partly true. I mean, in the sense that um, we're separated from his grace, his benevolence, yes. and, and mercy, and all that. What we're not separated from is his wrath, because he is present there as well. He yeah. is the he is the one who's delivering that wrath. And I think that's an important distinction. Some people will say that the hell is the absence of God. Well, that, that's not actually true. Hell is the absence of the goodness and the graciousness and the mercy of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been listening to The Gospel for Life. We're so glad that you could join us on the program today. Don't forget to register for our conference coming up October 21st and 22nd. Uh, This is our annual Reformation Boise Conference. This year's theme will be on the church. We have two fantastic speakers, world-class speakers, if I may. We get great speakers every year. We do. Uh, this year, we have Dr. Joel Beakey coming back from his inaugural um, time with us back in 2017, and Dr. Derek Thomas. You don't want to miss this conference. It'll be full of great books, great fellowship, great food. Go register today for free at ReformationBoise.com.